back for episode 12 of Scott Survives Survivor. My name is Brandon Weber, and today we'll be talking about episode 13 of Survivor Marquesas, A Tale of Two Cities. And we have Scott here, and Scott, I have Hello. two doors here. Oh. Behind door number one is this really old car. Okay. It's not that great. All right. And then behind door number two, but the, the the trick is you get voted out of the podcast if you win this car. Oh. And behind door number two is staying in the game and getting to the final uh, final four of Survivor. Which do you choose? So behind door number one is I loot. I get kicked off of this show and I get a car. Yes. And behind door number two is I get to stay on this show. Right. I'm. I think I'll. I'll just take the car, honestly. Okay. You'll take the car. You know, we've made twenty dollars on this show, which yeah. is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But a car—that's—I would say that's worth at least double twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. So just based on that, I'm thinking that I could sell it. You know, even a two thousand one or two Saturn View—would that be worth forty dollars still? Ooh, I'm not sure if that car. Is worth forty dollars. That's a very good point. Yeah, I'll stay on the show. It's it's more financially responsible for me. All right, everybody, Scott's staying on the show. Yeah, it's really good news. I got talked into it. Yeah, so a lot going on in this final five episode of Survivor Marquesas. Um, I'm not sure where the tale of two cities comes into play. I guess it's a two two sides, like two alliances of two. But yeah. I don't know about the city's part. I don't think it quite fits. You know, uh, it, you could call most episodes of Survivor a tale of two cities because it seems like the general theme is there's two alliances and oh, who's gonna, which side's gonna win? So I don't know. They didn't get so creative with this episode title. No, but you know that I will try to find a very creative title for our episode in which we discuss this episode. Oh, that's great. I I can hardly wait. Yeah. Well, before I come up with an episode title, we got to record the episode. So let's dive in to uh, days 34 through... just want to see the title. Through 36 of... Got to record this whole podcast. Of Marquesas. <laughs> um, a lot going on in this episode. We'll try to be, uh, I don't know, as objective as possible with everything. We'll try to touch on the things that we feel comfortable touching on and not step on toes though as far as stuff that maybe uh, we're not the best people in the world to be uh, giving our full opinions of right we don't know that much about Saturn views from from the year 2001 or two Mm -hmm. so we're probably not going to talk that much about like you know the the specs and if it's a worthy prize and stuff right even though we have just talked about whether we think it's a worthy oh. prize but oh. that's it that we was won't... that was it yeah no, no more. more yeah um what i can talk about is that sean is feeling hungry and a lot of people are feeling hungry and worn down in these uh few days of survivor and he's talking to us about how many different combinations of things could happen based on who wins immunities in the last few days but it's too much energy to go over all of them uh, in front of the camera. I think he's like, stop asking me about it. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I think it probably used a lot more energy when he explained everything in front of the entire tribal council later Mm -hmm. in this episode. Yeah, 
Yeah, Sean's going to speak very passionately about a lot of things in this episode, and I guarantee that he, his body probably regretted all of the energy that he was outputting uh, based on how, few, how little food he's eaten in 36 days. Right. So he's hungry. Vesepia is having a conversation with Kathy um, about how Kathy is the swing vote between yeah. the Sean and Vesepia side which may or may not be an official voting alliance. Uh, and then the Nalia and Pascal side, which is for sure a uh, voting alliance as defined early on in the game. And yeah. Vesepia has a confessional where she says she doesn't believe race is an issue on this beach, but I noted that a lot of, like it's very spliced together, this particular confessional oh. from Vesepia and being somebody who now like puts uh, a podcast together and edit stuff I can kind of recognize a little more when audio is very patched together Yeah. so I don't know what clips were taken and put together here so is this what I'm hearing the rumblings of a conspiracy where CBS has removed parts of Vesepia's uh, spe- little speech to Kathy I don't know this is a confessional but I don't know about like the conversation she's having with Kathy, but it's just interesting that she says to us that race hasn't been an issue on the beach, but it is spliced together. Maybe it's just because she was saying um a lot or pausing or I don't know, adding fillers, but it could be something different. I mean, they have all the audio. We don't, we only can talk about what is presented on the show. It's um, true. So at least here, Vesepia is saying that race hasn't been an issue on the beach but it is potentially well i don't know if potentially it is about to become more of an issue uh in this set of three days it seems like it was made an issue in this episode yes yeah um she mentions to kathy that she and sean will be seen as a pair even if they aren't necessarily uh, an official voting pair because they share the same race and Kathy tells us that she hadn't thought of it like that until Vesepia said it to her. Um, but I think Pascal has been thinking about it in that way a little bit more than Kathy was. Mm, yeah, it does. It does seem that way. I think you can listen to the conversations of Nalia and Pascal, and they're pretty, pretty uh, one-minded when it comes to how they think of uh, Sean and Dee as. Uh, an alliance that may or may not be based on the fact that they share the same race. Right. Um, Nalia has been, or uh, Nalia is getting offended by what she sees as Vesepia and Sean playing the race card. We talked about in the last tribal council about some players haven't played all of their cards yet necessarily. Uh, And I wonder if Nalia is seeing this, as the like one of the final cards that Sean slash Vesepia have to play. Whoa, that's a cool card to come into the game with. Not everybody has that. If it was played, right? Uh, it seems to me, I don't know. We're gonna get more into this because this whole episode is is pretty much about this conflict between these two cities, mm-hmm. as it were. Mm-hmm. But it does seem to me like, yeah, everyone's like, of course, everyone's playing the game. It's yeah. Survivor, and whether or not what they're saying is true it's like 
it's advantageous to them to say it so why wouldn't they right yeah and the part a couple parts of this from pascal is kind of like i think nalia i'm mostly okay with everything she has said yeah. i i didn't like some of the stuff from pascal i know that they're very tired and they're probably being more like not thinking as much before they speak as yeah. they would on day one or outside of the game but pascal's talking about it's like you owe him something and he thinks Vesepia is really foolish to think that Kathy would allow herself to be put in that spot, uh, presumably to be like, have the race card played on her or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just some of the ways that Pascal says these things rub me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, me too. I I don't know. Yeah, I was pretty uncomfortable in a lot of parts of this episode, but it, yeah. It's an uncomfy episode for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hearing what Pascal said behind their backs is like okay well hold on you you guys are playing your cards too everyone's playing their cards here let's chill out a little bit yeah and the pascal and sean relationship has been fascinating to watch throughout this whole game because at first pascal was very like anti sean and thought he didn't yeah. work hard and then we had that reward that they both got to go on and they're like basically like you're the best person ever like two peas in a pod i think was yeah. the episode that they go on that reward together uh sean getting to the end would be an embarrassment and then anybody who wins at this point would deserve it and now back to like you know pascal being tired of sean uh and running his mouth all the time as he'll say later in tribal council yeah it's it is an intense roller coaster of, an emo of emotions i can only hope that it somehow ends with them being friends again. Yeah. Now that Sean is off of the show, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Pascal makes it to the end and Sean, for some reason, votes for him. Yeah. Well, I think, would he vote for Pascal or Nalia if those are the final two? Definitely Pascal, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nalia said one too many oh hecks mm -hmm. to be voted for, I'm afraid. Yeah. I don't think there was an oh my heck in this episode. It's like the first time in like th two or three episodes. We have to assume that it was said, but mm -hmm. didn't make the cut. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. So Nalia, Pascal, and Kathy are going to talk to each other. And uh, Nalia says Sean's attitude is dragging her down and dragging them all down. And then Pascal is going to say that he had no reason to trust Vesepia or Sean from the beginning. And this is another one of those things where I was like, like you weren't even on their tribe from the beginning i don't know what reason you would have had not to trust them from the beginning of this game um yeah i don't know like it's a weird thing to throw out there yeah and like, he oh. has trusted them like in the middle of this game with the this group of five yeah he absolutely has and you know it's also like you can't he can't say the the whole like oh it's you know it's because you don't trust anybody because he clearly picked somebody to put all of his trust in in this game yeah and then nalia says she would be pukey sick if Vesepia, sean and kathy Ooh. were at the end together that's very sick she was pukey sick at the beginning of the show yeah oh like yeah that was her who was thrown up on the boat <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that was so long ago yeah so this is not yeah. an empty threat no, she will throw up all over the beach. Um, pass to Pascal, it's an embarrassment if Sean wins. So these guys really 
don't want Vesepi or Arshan to win the game. Yeah. And Sean will not win the game that much, we not. know for sure. Um, yeah. Thank goodness. You imagine how embarrassing how embarrassing that would be for Pascal if Sean I know. won. Yeah. And and Leo would be pukey sick. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy doesn't want to make the wrong swing move, but she is still looking out for herself. So that the whole the whole episode is about how is Kathy gonna vote uh among these two groups of two. Mm. Did you have a sense which way she was going to go throughout the episode? I really thought she was going to go with Sean and V just because, I don't know, from my point of view, it, it seemed like even though there definitely was way more of an alliance than they are letting on, they're not as inseparable as Nelia and Pascal. Yeah, I agree. And she was talking in the last episode about potentially going with the general of Vizepi and Sean and forming a new four. So mm. it seems only logical that with the general gone, she would side with the other two in that group of three that she was thinking about siding with. But yeah. she hasn't ended up doing it. Vote Sean out. So yeah. uh, they get tree mail. It talks about making up for their past mistakes in the reward challenge. And this is, I think, similar to the challenge for the car in Survivor Africa. Yep. Yeah. Bringing back old fun challenges giving people a second chance. Um, Were you excited to see the stilt walking back? Yeah, I I thought it was funny they put that in because in Survivor Africa, they had the, the whole walking across the net thing where everyone failed at horribly, and everyone failed at it again when they brought it back, and it was really funny. And then everyone failed horribly at the stilts, and, and now they actually had to be good at the stilts. They had to get across somewhere, so I was like, oh, boy. We're gonna we're gonna see everyone fall flat on their face, but only no. one person makes it to the stilts. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else was like not even close. Yeah. So let's get to this reward challenge. They have six things that they need to do. Uh, so pretty long challenge um, for for a car. Like we talked about the value of the car compared to like maybe conserving your energy for the rest of the game. I don't know if it's worth it. If you win a million dollars, you could buy a bunch of Saturn views. At least two Saturn views. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to assemble a tiki. Uh, You have to break coconuts to fill a bamboo chute. You have to untie knots to release the stilts. Then you have to walk in the stilts. And then you find a key in a coconut, which will unlock a slingshot. And then you need to release sand that touches your tiki it doesn't have to cover it uh, which is good because there was only one tile so if it didn't cover it and that was the rule then you'd be kind of screwed but all you have to do is get some sand to touch your tiki yeah and the winner gets a car oh yeah cool challenge yeah Yeah. a car that gets barged in (laughs) yes and barged away Mm -hmm. i don't know are they are they delivering it right to uh where you live in the u.s from that barge I don't know. Probably. Probably not. You don't have to like find a way to put it in your like checked luggage on the way back, probably. Yeah. They don't just roll it onto the beach and they're like, all right. Figure it out. Enjoy. Yeah. You would use it for AC until the gas run out ran mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So uh Vesepia and Nalia take the lead on building the tiki. 
but Sean finishes the tiki part third. Uh, Pascal is really struggling with the tiki part. Mm. He eventually just like pushes it over. He's so tired of it. He's done with it. Yeah, he kept trying after that yeah, though. I, I really thought he was giving up because he just frushed, you know, with the little strength he had left, he knocked over his tower and then began <laughs> building it again. Yeah. Do you think he talks later about how he's having to lean against trees when he stands up? Do you think he oh. was trying to lean against the tiki? Yeah. He stood up too fast and got really dizzy and then just pushed it over. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, this is a tree, right? Yeah. He just sees everything like a tree. He's knocked over several people from <laughs> yeah. just his dizziness. Yeah. Because he's closing his eyes when he's standing up. He it's is. no good. Yeah, he is. Uh, I laughed when he pushed his tiki over, though. That's very funny. <laughs> uh, Sean then fills the bamboo first, and then he takes a huge lead. And he it looks like he even does the stilts, the stilt walk. It's like 10 feet uh, on the first try. I don't know if they edited that, but it did look like he got it right away. It really did, yeah. He just like feed it up and then just perfectly stilted it somehow. He gained the knowledge. But it really did look like when he was getting his footing on the stilts, he was like going zen mode. He was going like, I don't know, like he was seeing behind the third dimension or something to, how, to see how to pro properly use the stilts and then you just nailed it. Yeah. He can even walk on stilts through Christ. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he takes a huge lead. Jeff is like running after him and nobody's even close. And Sean just dominates uh, the rest of this challenge. And he gets his slingshot on the first shot. And it seems like it's the first shot. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So he wins. He yells. God is so good. God is good. God. I can do all things through Christ, baby. I can do all things through Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good. Good on him for giving the glory to God, but you know, too bad for Vesepia who could not do all things through Christ in this challenge. Not this challenge, no. Just some challenges. Uh, and then he gets in the car, and I I found it funny that Nalia like is commenting on the fact that this car is automatic as well. Like, is yeah. that like a is that a specialty feature in cars in two thousand one? Whoa! It's an auto. It's an automatic transmission. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. It's you so guys rare. aren't gonna believe this. This car changes gears all on its own. Wow. Maybe <laughs> Nalia's only like ridden bikes, and like they yeah. aren't automatic, and so, you know, yeah. she's young. Yeah, she sees something with wheels that can change gears on its own, and whoa it's maybe it's just maybe the saturn view just didn't have that many features and she was looking for something nice to say about it like oh my gosh it's uh two-wheel drive guys that's crazy <laughs> yeah maybe the producers were like come on guys hype up this car like saturn yeah. like needs the the publicity well the steering wheel goes to the left and to the right this time wow it's not a nascar car yeah exactly sean's gonna get back to camp he says Car is great. If it's a new car with no car payments, I, I can't, I'm blessed, man. I can't ask for anything better. For all those kids in the inner cities, for all, everybody who feels like they can look at me and feel represented, this was for them. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing the car thing for the people from Harlem. He Maybe did it for his everybody. Students. Yeah, everybody who feels represented by Sean. Uh, here's where we get the scene of Pascal really struggling physically. He's getting dizzy. 
He's leaning against trees when he stands up, closing his eyes. And yeah. uh, Sean is also feeling similarly. He has a good quote about, we're not really all in our right frame of mind right now. You know, we're like holding on literally after almost five or six weeks of having diarrhea, having to dig holes to take a crap, after Ugh. doing challenge after challenge and dealing with mental games and people lying to you and sleeping in dirt, you get to a point where you don't know which way is up. Yeah, I can honestly, the sad part is Brandon, I can relate and I'm not even 34 days into being on an island. If I go for a run and then stretch afterwards, if I stand up, not even too fast, if I stand up at all, I will have a Pascal moment mm-hmm. where I'm like, where's the tiki tower I can push over because I'm about to I'm about to fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what does that relatable. say about what does that say about me? It maybe says don't play Survivor. Or maybe it says I'm ready because or I've already yeah. experienced it. Right. Yeah. Uh, just do that 39 days in a row and then maybe you'll Ooh. be ready. Ooh. I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Kathy's going to get them all out to look for some food together. Usually she's the only one getting the food, but she's like, it'll be easier for all of us if we just each of us gets a few of the troca uh troca Troca. shells and she finally got the city kid out there even sean's out there and he got about five or ten and that's pretty good for a brother from uptown yeah good job sean and he was pumped about it too he was very happy like i got some trocas yeah and then vesepia wants to clear the air with pascal because she sensed that he's been feeling down or seems down today and you know, she wants to talk about whether he and Aaliyah have their own agreement outside of this group of five. And so this is where he says any of these five is very deserving, but I'm not sure that he actually believes that. Do you believe, do you think he believes this? Well, I mean, if we're just going to hold him to his simple word, no, mm-hmm. I don't think he thinks uh, Sean is deserving. He probably doesn't think V is deserving. I think he believes that him and Aaliyah are perfectly deserving. Yeah. And he'd like for Kathy to believe that she's deserving before kicking her off the show at at the next point of convenience. Right. Yeah. So they're going to talk at the fire that night. And this is a pretty, this is intense conversation number one in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to get intense conversation number two at Tribal Council. Yeah. Um, they're talking about uh, from day one pascal said he wouldn't vote against nalia and so they kind of have that verbal agreement that official agreement where they won't vote against each other and when you only have five people that's a big deal because that means that they're basically one together and so there's only you know three other votes that are up for grabs and kathy kathy says in this scene i want to be as objective as possible here that she didn't know that they had this official agreement uh together to not vote against each other Mm -hmm. later she's going to talk about that she assumed it and that it's not that big of a deal but at least in this scene it seems like a pretty big deal that she didn't know this officially about pascal and alia part of me thinks kathy is just playing like peacemaker like what do i say that will make them stop arguing because she gets really uncomfortable with conflict um, I also think it's really funny that this whole meeting came about from 
be basically like, all right, let's just clear the air. Let's get some peace going on. And instead, it just drives a wedge probably further than it's ever been before between the two cities. Right. And Nalia, the, the, what, what drives this conversation up to being more of an argument seems yeah. to be that Nalia is going to try to turn the tables on how she thinks that Vesepi and Sean also have the same bond yeah. or agreement with each other. And Sean does not want to be seen as the scapegoat. And you yeah. know, he says to us that Vesepia has flipped the script on him a few times. We know that she voted against Rob Mariano at the merge vote. And right. they she apologized for that and they've gotten over it. But it is true that they haven't voted together every time throughout this whole game. Yeah. And he tells Nalia, like, we do have our differences and we still do have our differences, even this late in the game. Yeah. You know, I I hate to cast judgment. Just kidding. I love to. That's what this show's all about. It seems to me that both sides are being completely disingenuous here. And Nalia and Pascal are not at all letting on to what the nature of their relationship is. They they won't even say the words alliance. They have an alliance. They won't vote for each other. I don't think V or Sean will vote for each other either, but they're kind of playing it off like, oh, maybe we will, maybe we won't, and going from that angle. And, you know, everyone's playing the game, whatever. Mm -hmm. We're all arguing because we're all trying to win here, but we're getting nowhere. No, we're getting nowhere. And, I mean, this is only night 34, and in two nights we're going to have a similar argument at Tribal Council. So it's yep. clear that nothing really is changing uh, in the two days between these two conversations um mm -hmm. she, Nalia does say to us that the only difference is that she and Pascal are being honest about their alliance but oh. you just said I don't think they're being fully honest about, they're not at all like telling Kathy hey if it's us three we're voting you out or the winner yeah. of the challenge is voting you out if it's not you everyone's hiding everyone's playing the game yeah. no one's honest here maybe yeah. Kathy and the thing is the funny part of it all is you don't have to be, like, it's not, like, in this game, in the context of Survivor, or a game that includes the ability to kind of deceive, like, poker, or even Monopoly, Sean talks about later, like, it's okay to have these little moments where you're hiding information, but yeah. then everybody gets all high and mighty when they're accused of lying. Right. Yeah. Um, Kathy says it's not wrong to have the alliance, but it does, quote, throw a skew into how we progress. Does that make sense? That makes n not a lot of sense to me. Day 35 comes, and Nalia knows that Sean and Vesepia are going to vote for her at the next tribal council. She doesn't want Kathy to fall for what they're playing out on the table. Uh, a lot of card analogies in the last couple episodes. Games, board games, that kind of thing. Um, Gotta love them. Kathy tells Pascal and Aaliyah that she's so confused about all of this. But Pascal does not see it as something that should be confusing. Yeah. He <laughs> says it's so plain to him, it's sickening. Yeah, I love that because it's such an unintended insult like i'm just confused it's like it's so obvious to me it makes me want to throw up kathy oh my gosh you you not understanding this makes me sick to my stomach is what he's saying what is with pascal and Nalia and getting sick 
yeah there's gonna be a barf episode coming up oh, i just know it i hope not yeah half of the final four is very barfy yeah i assume yeah mm-hmm. did we are we already had our eating challenge in we this did. season yeah. but maybe it'll come back maybe yeah pasco and alia are prepared yeah or maybe not the opposite of prepared i guess yeah they're gonna be barfy yeah he says it's obvious because Vesepi and Sean have been skating by the whole time uh, based on what they heard from the other people. He said they've duped everybody on the other side. They've duped everybody on our side. <laughs> and then he says the next problematic thing, potentially problematic, I would say yeah. problematic, that it's cultural and it runs deep, uh, what Sean and Vesepi are doing. And uh, Ye- Kathy does say, I know it does, uh, which isn't great either necessarily but yeah it's tough to know like is he talking about that the cultural part is that they're dishonest or the cultural part is that they won't go against each other hard I, to say I, I took it to mean that yeah the i think it, i still get a little like skeeved out by people saying anything about like oh they're acting that way because of their culture mm-hmm. like uh, uh easy uh you know and i don't I feel like a lot of Kathy's personality is just going along with what anybody says to her. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. Maybe she, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's possible she didn't agree with him and just, like, was like, let me continue this conversation by by going, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And he says to us that he doesn't give a crap about their agenda. He won't capitulate. Do you know what capitulate means? Sounds like a judge's word. Mm -hmm. I looked it it up. It means like surrender. Yeah. It means like give in. Yeah. I won't capitulate. Yeah. I'll never capitulate. Yeah. Never. (laughs) Uh, Kathy. Oh, go ahead. Well, you know, there's lots of motivational posters that are like, don't give up no matter what, follow your dreams. What if it just said don't capitulate? That'd be good. Does that hold the same power? Does it hold more power? Should we make that sign? Never capitulate. Mm Mm-hmm. With our with our uh, season four logo on it, <laughs> yes, <laughs> good. And Pascal's face with the American flag in the background, also. Yeah, <laughs> Pascal dressed like a pilgrim, probably. Of course. Yeah, uh, Kathy doesn't see it the same way necessarily, but does agree that she thinks she'll be third place if she stays with Sean and Vesepia. So. Yeah, interesting. But she knows she'll be third place if she stays with Pascal and Alia. So it's very, it's very interesting. Yeah, I, I think in a lot of ways it didn't matter which way she picked in this episode. She needs immunity. That's her saving grace. Yeah, there's always immunity. Um, she just wants to take a break and go fly a kite. Uh, she was very good at flying a kite earlier in the season. Not as good now. It's not the weather's not as good for it. Yeah, it's a really sad scene of Kathy. Like, I think she had a scene where she went for a swim to like think about life. Yeah, and now she's just having like a really sad kite flying session where it's not not getting anywhere. Yeah, it's just going into the mud. Right. And she thinks Sean and Vesepia, or Sean or Vesepia, could be the answer to the problem of being third in the group of Nalia, Pascal, and Kathy. So she's going to talk to Sean. She just wants it to be fair when they get down to the final three. And she, you know, she says, I'm I'm the white girl. I'm the white mama. Yeah. And Sean's like, yeah, don't say that. 
Uh, Don't say that. Yeah. Never say that to me ever again. It's not great. <laughs> and Sean is telling her that Vesepia has switched on him before. So, like, they're not necessarily as in lockstep as it might appear. Um, like you said, they are using this a little bit to kind of cover what might be like an unspoken agreement between them. So they might not be fully lying when they say they never said that they would never vote against each other. It might right. be something that they've just assumed for a few a few rounds of the game. Um, but, you know, lots of half-truths in Survivor for sure. Yep. In this episode, more than more than any other, maybe. Yeah. And Sean thinks that because Kathy talked to him about this, that it tells him that Kathy also doesn't like that Nalia and Pappy have this alliance where they won't vote against each other. Yeah. I feel like he's right about that. But she doesn't like either of the alliances that are, to me, very clearly there. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a way, a better way for Sean or Sean and Vesepia together to approach this situation and win yeah, Kathy's vote? I do. I And this might be a little controversial. I think they just, I think there's just an easy argument to be made that like Sean and V just straight up don't have the same relationship as uh, Nalia and Pascal do. And maybe they did make this argument, but to me that's that makes it a really a way more logical choice because Kathy is afraid of I guess this is what I'm saying is they should make the exact argument that they did make which is it's not a race thing join our team you're you'll have no chance with them mm-hmm. I feel like she has no chance either way but um thanks to the design of the show I'm really seeing how they thought through the design of the show because Kathy definitely still has a chance. She just needs immunity. Right. You know? She needs immunity like one time or two times. Yeah. Yeah. If she makes it to the top three and she gets immunity, booyah. Problem solved. Yeah. Problem solved. And that's she only awesome. has to beat, she only has to beat two people for that immunity. Yeah. yeah. Like that's really cool that it, she's not she's still in the game everyone in the game right now still has a chance everybody like every person everybody always has a chance yeah that's yeah. the beauty of the immunity challenge yeah so immunity challenge time speaking of immunity oh and it's a uh, marcasian culture story time yeah i love i liked this one this is very fun very fun this story. was a fun one and the torches thing was really cool too like mm-hmm. put the torch in the thing yeah to claim your spot mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's six stations with questions, one person at a time. You have to put your torch in the slot to say that you're in there and nobody else can go in when you're in there. They have to get tiki's and put the tiki's on their necklace. And if they get it wrong, there's going to be a bone that you have to sacrifice in the fire. And you need five tiki's to win the challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about K. Kahanui, Ooh, the legendary Marcasian warrior. The the way they got tattoos seemed very painful. That mm-hmm. you would just use these like combs made from human bones, pearl and animal bone, and they would pound it into the yeah. flesh for like days. Yeah, this is nitpicky, but the the way he read that list of things that were used to tattoo was completely out of order and weird he was like they used human bones something 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 and sometimes even 
animal bones. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was going to be the shocker of that list. Right. Yeah. And well, one of the questions that they have to answer is, would yeah. they ever use animal bones? And right. somebody says no. Yeah. He did put like weird special emphasis on it. That's the only reason I remembered that. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, that. I think it's more shocking that they used human bones, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Not not in Marcasian culture, because yeah. we've heard a lot of interesting things about Marcasian culture. Um, so Kei Kahanui, he would like infiltrate other tribes and disguise himself, and this would allow him to get the jump on them if they ever wanted to attack his actual tribe. What a cool guy. Yeah, he would like fake, so he would cool. fake an injury. The only thing that's not cool about this guy, Brandon, is that he eats people. Right. Yeah. But it's just to take in their strength. Oh. Yeah. I guess that's fine. Yeah. If he's just wanting to get stronger, don't we all? Yeah, we you all. Know? We all want to get stronger. We just we just like lift weights instead. We all have our different methods. Some people mm-hmm. it's protein powder, some people it's human flesh. Yeah. What's what's wrong? Oh man. Uh, so one time he grabbed two sea urchins and took the guts out and wrapped them on himself and it smelled really bad. So the his tri- his fake tribe went to attack his actual tribe and then Why did it smell bad? I didn't get that part. I don't know. Are stuff sea urchins stuff from like the ocean just smells bad, I guess. Oh, well could have just done like seaweed and or like something the, that didn't. The guts like... in sea urchins maybe smell particularly bad. Sea urchins are like they're like spiky, right? Like yeah. that would really hurt to put on your feet. Why don't you just put like some stinkweed or something? I think he like extracted the guts, like with like a what is it, a spigot? A spigot? Is that, <laughs> isn't that what the thing yeah. is to get water out of trees? Yeah, yeah. He just poked that into a sea urchin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't Man, know. Man, this is a crazy guy. Yeah, and uh, so it worked. He killed the chief with a wooden war club. And uh, he, like, fed on the chief, and so now he has the strength of that chief and himself, and he unified those two tribes. That's a really happy ending to that story. That's a really happy ending. I didn't expect a story where a guy cut off a chief's head and then ate him to end wholesomely, but Mm -hmm. I was really happy. I was like, oh, they they all lived happily ever after. (laughs) Like, everybody did. Yeah. Uh, There was something about a mana stone also. That's, like, the one thing that I don't have in my write-up of what happened here but yeah sean gets the question about the mana stone question wrong i probably would have as well because i didn't even write it down i felt like they've done this challenge in previous seasons i felt like this was by far the easiest to follow and remember yeah what happened like i think i would have pretty easily gotten all the questions right here yeah in my current state if i was 35 days on a desert island i might the heat you know the the heat gets to your brain yeah Yep. So Sean gets a question wrong. Vesepia gets a question wrong. Pascal takes a hard fall at one point in this challenge. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, he needs help. He yeah. needs life alert or something. Yeah. Get it, that guy an ambulance. And they have like torches too. So that's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. You could fall on a torch, fire, mm-hmm. not a good combination with falling onto things. No. Um, Nalia and Kathy are really close. And yeah. they both get their fifth question right at basically the same time, but they both lose a tiki at some point. Ooh, this is like is... the common theme in this challenge. Yeah, 
just hold on to your items. It's very important. Yeah. It's more important even than answering questions correctly. Yeah. So Kathy is going to find it first, though, and she's very excited to win this challenge. She's, like, waving yeah. her torch around like a mad woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she yells, yeah. Kathy has five tiki's! <laughs> Is she talking about this game in particular? Because I have to imagine that's the first time she's played this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's fun. Has she? Yeah. <laughs> I, Jeff, I love this game you've made. It's fun to win it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Fun. We also saw Nalia celebrate. Oh, yeah. When she, she thinks she got that she... first. <laughs> well, no, she celebrates when he says, Kathy, you're missing a tiki. Oh. And then he's like, oh, Nalia, you're also missing one. <laughs> I thought Nalia was like, oh, she got here first. Oh, she doesn't have all her tiki's, but I do. And then she would, yeah, exactly. celebrated like, I won now. And then she's like, oh, but uh-oh. No, no, I didn't at all. No, I don't. Uh, there's only one thing that we hear at Soliantu on day 36. That challenge took place at night, by the way. So that was night 35. Uh, Kathy knows she's the core fifth player. She has two players on either side of her. And then she says, Sean and Vesepia are both Afro-American, and she knows that's very important in their culture to stick together. She has all these different issues weighing back and forth, and she has to make a decision which way to go. So are you thinking still she's going with Sean and Vesepia or Pascal and Aaliyah? I really thought she would side with Sean and Vesepia still. Like, I don't know. Like, that, it's just, Pascal and Aaliyah has been unbreakable since day one. Mm-hmm. That is like that is so very obvious to me. Yeah, like they're not gonna vote for each other, not in a zillion years. Right. Sean and V probably won't either, but that's only a probably. There's a chance. Yeah. It might be one in a million, but there's a chance. Yeah. Um, they get to tribal. Uh, the general shaved his facial hair. Interestingly, I think he's got like a. He's got a a light stash. Yeah, light stash. Yeah. I think it's very different than what he looked like when he got voted out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff identifies Kathy as the swing vote here. So everybody knows that Kathy's in the middle. Yeah. It's on, it's pretty rare, I feel like, to Jeff for Jeff to very blatantly call out the political positions of everybody. Yeah. It's no secret. That's all they've been talking about for the last two days or three days. Yeah. So yeah. everybody knows. Um she is trying to dissect how she's going to fall within these pairs, but it's very difficult. He's like, it seems like you're the only person who didn't need immunity because you're the one in the middle. Everybody wants yeah. your vote. They're not going to band together and vote you out. And he's like, have you thought about leveraging the immunity for negotiations? And she's like, I always see... Uh, this immunity necklace as up for negotiating, but nobody has come to her. Mm, yeah, I love that. Big mistake. And Sean should have come mistake. to her before tribal. Definitely, not, I would say not during tribal. No, it doesn't work during tribal. Far too late. It's too late. Far too late. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's funny Jeff saying that now because when she won it, he was like, it's the most valuable thing in the entire game to win immunity this late into the game yeah and i think she agrees she's like oh you like you have no idea or like, like yes yeah she's like okay jeff i'll keep it yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of one of the rare moments where i was kind of 
like I usually am writing notes while I'm watching, but this argument at tribal council was just riveting and yeah. I was like just watching it and then I realized after that I had to go back and kind of write some key points down mm. because it is very fast moving. It's very uh emotional, it's very passionate and I really I think it's great TV. Um it, oh yeah. I felt bad cuz I want I always want Kathy to side with Sean and Vesepia against Nalia. Um but obviously she never does every time i watch she always yeah. sides with the other side every single time she does the same thing yeah it's interesting to see jeff kind of kind of step over the line between host and survivor here when he's like he's challenging sean on his answer to, yeah to kathy and saying like sean is really giving a bad explanation of why kathy should choose him but but Jeff literally is like challenging him for it. He's like, "Oh, but you you've still given her no reason yeah. that you're not going to do the same thing." Yeah. He instantly raises his hand and he says, "I'll I'll negotiate for immunity. <laughs> I would love that necklace." Yeah. And he says, "My offer is I won't vote for you and we'll go to the top." And Jeff's like, "You you and Kathy are only two people. So how do you figure that that is like valuable to her that you're telling yeah. her this um i think it's a bit like you're right that it's tr it's true but i think two and four is still like a two two tie so i feel like it's still a pretty good like assuming that kathy doesn't get voted out in this vote it's still a pretty good deal that sean won't vote against kathy at this point yeah because kathy doesn't have a two kathy does not have a buddy in this game right we talked about eventually, this last episode yeah yeah exactly eventually she's getting voted for it doesn't doesn't matter which way she votes yeah so she is like you need to tell me like the full plan because you're not right. you're not explaining it to me you didn't come to me before now like you have to basically sean you're going all in you have yeah. to show me your cards now um yep. you're Put, you you raise your hand you're asking for immunity you need to be explicit about why i want this um and so he, and then he does he, he does and he says if nalia and pascal have a pact then yeah. he and vesepia need to have a pact and um it needs to be a pact where kathy doesn't feel like he and vesepia will just oust her when they get to the final three I don't know if he successfully convinces her that they would not vote her out at the final three. Yeah. Pascal has like a lawyer reaction to this where he's like, the, your client's explanation is quite amusing and contradictory. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, he's like, he's, he's going all legal on him. It's disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. And Vesepia, I think, does a good job here where Sean is kind of trip, tripping over his words and he's not really explaining it well. And she's like, I'm going to no. jump in. And she says, if Kathy agrees and gives Sean the necklace, I will agree to be a part of this new threesome. Yeah. Uh, again, stop using that word. <laughs> we Please. Have, we have other words that we can use. That uh, is, that the only other thing you can describe as a threesome is if like, you are 
eating honey nut Cheerios and three Cheerios are stuck together. I'll, I will allow it for okay. that. Hmm. I never heard that. What about three trocas? Three trocas? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, I think that's just called a trochio. Tro, tro, mm. Okay. A tree, trioka. Oh, trioka. That's, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. We did it. <laughs> Ship it. Yeah. Keep that one in. <laughs> uh, so here's where Pascal comes in with judge, lawyer talk, and, uh, you know, he's disingenuous, uh, he's contradictory. Sean doesn't think he's being disingenuous. He says, V and I didn't have an agreement five minutes ago. Uh, v could have been Tammy or anybody. Oh. What I put out there was a life raft to say, yo, hang on. Um, <laughs> and he's just, he, he really is rambling at this point. And he talks for like, I don't know, it's a minute or two straight <laughs> Yeah. Uh, about this. And he says, it's like when you're playing cards or Monopoly and make a last ditch. Either she's going to say yes or no. If she says no, then by all means, my card has folded. Vote me out. Let me go. If she says yes, let's roll dice. Yeah. Cool. Cool game analogy. What it, What does a Hail Mary and, and Monopoly look like? Cause it's like, uh, I'll it trade lot. you my, you know, crappy properties so that you have monopolies down there but i want boardwalk and i want like the blue mono like the blue monopoly no one's giving you boardwalk no good luck yeah, good no luck one, getting no boardwalk. one's giving up boardwalk yeah uh the only thing sean's gonna add is why didn't kathy know about the pact that nalia and pascal had and this is where i'm frustrated with kathy because she's like yeah. come on sean like i knew it was pretty obvious but what? Two days before, or one day before, she didn't know about this. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Kathy. And then Sean's very upset now at this, also, because he's like, "Come on, you just said two days ago you didn't yeah. know about it." And you know, I don't, I don't love that part. And then Pascal is like, "It was said before. Kathy always knew that this was the case." Sean, if you just listen once in a while instead of running, oh, no. running your mouth all the time. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting heated. One of the most heated tribal councils we've had. Yeah. Eventually, Kathy just basically tells them to shut up. Yeah. She's like, "Let it go," and they're like, "Oh, we want Kathy to like us, so we will listen." She was a fan of Frozen before it existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That let it go. That is mm -hmm. that is from Frozen. Yeah, it originated it was, there. Yeah. Anytime it was said before that, that's. You know, I'm sure CBS is dealing with copyright battles. She would have, she would have said, "Let it be." That's right. Yeah. The Beatles song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone was making references to that before. Yeah. I know. I said, "Let it be" before Frozen came out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sean, his last, his last ditch or his last big hurrah. I know I'm young and I might talk a whole lot, but. Some of the stuff I make sense. Damn, I, and I do listen, Pap. I still got respect for you, but damn it, I'm a man too, man. And all I'm saying is none of this jives up. Because if these two had a pack, that means they doing the same thing they're accusing me and V of doing. It's true. It's true, Sean. It's very true. It's just very loud. And I don't think it gets Kathy, like it just gets Kathy frustrated and like sad. You know, I just feel like she right. wants to like, crawl into a hole and disappear from this conversation yeah because they're fighting over her exactly and they're fighting over her just for this one vote she's gonna be trash to both of these sides after uh 
after she decides who to vote for. Yeah. So that's that. At this point, do you feel like Kathy is not with Sean and B, or are you still thinking that she's actually going with Sean and B? I really did think she would make the what I thought was the strategically advan- advantageous uh, uh, d- decision here, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like anything people could say to her was would be pointless. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think Sean like dug himself a hole or anything. No, yeah. I agree. Because he's the one who raises his hand and says, "I would like the immunity necklace." So yeah. I think he had some idea that they were not winning her vote. Yeah. It- I don't know. Is it legal to, I guess she couldn't vote for herself anyway because she had immunity, but can you vote for yourself? You cannot. So you have to vote for someone other than yourself. That's Correct. the rule. Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess she could have, she could have made it a tie if she, if she wanted to here. She could have voted let, for like Pascal. Mm-hmm, and just let it play out as it would. That would have been a really chaotic and really fun decision. Like, oh my God. Well, she then would have had to vote like, you know, then she wouldn't have been able to do that on the revote, right? Why not? Well, if they tie, then the only people you can vote for in the tie are the people that tied. So she oh. would she would just be delaying it. <laughs> okay, well, it'd still be really funny. It would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I will I just need a little more time to decide, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Make Jeff read this random Pascal vote for no reason, yeah. just so I can wait on it. Jeff would definitely no longer be on your team after that. No, he would not like that. He'd be like, you're wasting my time, Kathy. You're wasting my time. I want to be eating lobster at Ponderosa right now. Yeah. So let's let's vote. Uh, Sean votes for Nalia. The girl next door act don't work on me. You just here for the ride. Y'all trying to win a million just like me. And I hope you go out tonight. Nalia votes for Sean. Sean, this vote is for you. Just too much drama. I can't stand it. Too much drama. It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sean's not the person that came back with the half-eaten mint for everybody. It's true. Pascal votes for Sean. I wanted him to like say something more, but he just says a great competitor. He did great out there, buddy. I, that's so funny that that's all he said when maybe, he clearly. Maybe it means that he's just doing this for show and trying to like win Kathy's vote, and he doesn't actually hate Sean. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Maybe he's trying to be smart and not say something like super like anti Sean when he's voting for him. He's probably just like he knows he has him. Like yeah. he doesn't need to say anything crazy. Just get him off the show. Yeah. He did well, buddy. Yeah. Vesepio votes for Nalia. We see four out of the five votes, uh, which is rare. Uh, my vote tonight yeah. is for Nalia. She's a great girl, but I think she started a little late in trying to play the game, and that's about it. Um. Yeah. I don't think it matters that she started so late in playing the game. Yeah. It's not the real reason she's voting for her. No. Uh, Kathy votes, and we don't see who she voted for. The votes come in. Uh, Nalia first vote, Sean second vote. Nalia third vote, Sean fourth vote. And then the fifth vote is Sean. And he says... No! Yeah, big Simpsons fan. Yeah, it was like a perfect like Homer Simpson dole. Like, it was great. Was he was that intentional? Do you think? I think so. When did The Simpsons start? The Simpsons is like the oldest running TV show yeah. of all time. So I'm sure it was way before. I think it was that like the 80s that The, the Simpsons 80s? started. Yeah, I think so. We're doing some on the fly research here. He Sean probably grew up watching The Simpsons. 
1989 holy moly yeah wow okay pretty crazy so they had 12 years of simpsons before this before this that's episode. right wow that's wild okay uh so sean's gone so this is surprising to you it, yeah it was surprising and i think the the immediate like oh, was like perfect to like oh they got him and and uh you know i'm i'm sad to see him go i think sean was great tv and he yeah. was a really fun personality and uh totally deserved to make it as far as he did yeah i think if sean won it would not be an embarrassment i think it would have made perfect sense yeah. just for the way he was playing yeah. a lot of the game there was some stuff where i was like okay you're not trying at all here sean yeah um but I am sad to see him go. Yeah. And I do like how gracefully he left as well. Yeah. Yeah, I do think everything he's talking about, nothing is personal. He is yep. just trying really hard uh, yep. to win. So, um, yeah, I, I really like Sean. I think he's the one who I've included the most clips from in our yeah. episodes as far as, like, just the way he delivers his remarks is really fun. And he's got a lot of, like interesting things about his personality and he does like the radio show stuff very well he's very funny he's very um you know quick-witted i think so right. i enjoy him and, a lot and the man went home with the car like yeah. he did get a car it's nothing to sneeze at that's really good that's yeah. great a lot of people went home with nothing and right. quit their jobs before they came so right yeah that's true uh he his final words it's a lot one can say, but I just know that through it all, it's been a blast, y'all. Forgive me for any mistakes that I made. I'm just a humble young man trying to find my way through this world. I just say, keep your head up. God bless America. Peace. Wow, succinct. I I, I really think we saw most of what he said. I know they sometimes they cut out a lot of what they say. I think that was probably his entire speech. Yeah. We don't get an official preview for the next episode. No. But we do. The only thing that uh, Jeff will say is. Ominous. I don't know if you noticed tonight or not, but the jury is all dressed the same, wearing black. I don't know if it means anything or not. I do know this. The only thing that guarantees you a spot in the final two is winning two more immunities, and that begins tomorrow. That is an interesting thing to point out. I have to assume it definitely does mean something. Yeah. What does it mean? they're going to have a funeral in the next episode mm. for i don't know maybe they're just playing flashlight tag yeah in the dark in the next episode mm. and and the jury gets to play too yeah for some reason yeah mm -hmm. that'd be fun mm -hmm. <laughs> well we'll look forward to flashlight tag in Ooh. the next episode another episode Vesepia makes it through she was your winner pick at the final. Yeah, she's got six. it. How, how? What's her path now? Sean has just her her closest ally has been voted out. Can she still find her way to the end? She's got a new closest ally. It's called Kathy. Yeah. It's it's it. I mean, Kathy has no chance to get in the middle of Pascal and Nalia. So, you know, why try to just yeah. join B? All right. But you know. I don't know what she'll do. I want her to win. Yeah. I think she's got a chance, B. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Next, we're, we're, we're here at the finale next. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I mean, four seasons almost in the books. It's craziness. I love this season. It's It's been so much fun. Mm -hmm. Is it 
Is it uh, is it at? I mean, let's uh, let's not get. It's into way it. too early. Yeah, way too early to say. Yeah. All right, we got the, we got the finale two, two hours of TV so important. Left. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It could, it's the make or break. Mm-hmm. If I hate the finale, you know, this mm-hmm. is it might not even be better than season two. Okay, and that's okay. saying a lot. That that is saying a lot for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta say, I'm excited to talk about this finale with you, and uh, I'm excited to then uh have everybody listen to us talk about the finale uh you can follow us on twitter at ss survivor pod uh it's an, an an interesting week where after this break probably we'll be having two episodes going out pretty close together i already uh released the episode before this yeah. so uh, a, a good week if you're a scott survive survivor fan you get two episodes this week and then you get to look forward to the finale the finale and then uh, pretty soon, Scott and our friend Ruby from the season one reunion show are going to have a wedding We're together. getting married yeah. to each other. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they'll, be, they'll be away for a little bit on the honeymoon. So we're trying to yeah. really crank out these last few episodes of season four before that happens. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. who knows what the recording schedule is going to be like then. On the honeymoon? Y- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I'm sure on the honeymoon we'll be able to get like two or three episodes out, but it's going to be crazy. It's going to be tough. The connection might not be as good. Okay, no, I'm I'm getting just Justin will not be recording any episodes on the honeymoon. Ah, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will try to record the finale before the honeymoon, before the wedding, and thank you so much for listening through uh this season of Scott Survive Survivor and we'll be talking about the finale next on our episode 13 and until then take care see ya